The following episode contains spoilers, and here at Moviga, we hate spoiling things. So if you'd like to avoid spoilers, be sure to listen out for when the crew talks about when they are about to get into spoiler territory. You can use the audio and episode description to find the time codes so that you can jump around and skip those spoilers. Now let's get to the podcast. Welcome to the Movega Podcast, where we're talking all things movies, video games, and more. My name is Brian, your stand-in host for the evening. Uh, Steve and Austin both are working late, so you're stuck with me. But joining me tonight, no fear, we have Justin. What up? And Asia. Oh, hi. What's up, everybody? How you guys doing? Pretty good. good. Pretty, pretty good. I'm feeling... The spirit of the radio in me right now. I oh. feel like an actual host of you a radio. You are a patron saint. Like, let's. <laughs> that, of, yes. <laughs> if you want to know more, join us. Twitch.tv slash Moviga Tuesdays at 8 p.m. Eastern um, for all the inside jokes. But until yep. then, what have you been watching slash playing starting with Asia? Um, okay. So I've been watching Obi-Wan, which has been fantastic. Really enjoying it. Excited to talk about it more. Um, I am back to watching Last Kingdom because Justin, I didn't watch it for a while because all of a sudden my brother was like, wait, you can't watch it without me. But then he was always busy, so I could never oh, watch it. Oh, yeah. He was the worst. But we're finally back on it. Um, I'm on somewhere like towards the end of season four, I'm pretty sure. Or maybe okay. beginning season five. I can't remember now. But it's really good. Um, I really am enjoying the character development. I still like Vikings a little bit more, but this has been like really good. Like it's I definitely need to try Vikings. In. Yes, you do. And then I want to know your thoughts. Um, I can't find it. Do you know where? Where is it streaming? Um, is it on, on I know. Prime. Okay. No, it's not on the the spinoff. New one. Yeah. Yeah. The Hollow is okay. on Netflix, but yeah. Um, I've also been watching through like all of the Marvel, um, cinematic universe stuff and we're trying to watch it in like release order. And in particular, this is like my personal, um, goal. I am not a huge Iron Man slash Tony Stark fan. <laughs> and, um, to make sure that like, there are no, there's no bad blood between me and Austin. Cause we never disagree on things and he <laughs> really loves, um, Tony Stark. I want to like walk through the series again with an open mind and like look for character development which is what i feel like is lacking in um in tony stark and so we just finished iron man 3 and i will say there is like a little bit of character character development there but right now i'm feeling like he didn't he didn't really progress so much from then up until endgame that's just my that's my thoughts right now but i could i could be changed um so we'll probably watch um like a bunch more of those movies uh, when Luke gets back. He's on the road right now. Um, and then uh, I have been watching through Love, Death, and Robots, which um, just... Yes. Yes. Mature warning for those who are kind of interested. It's definitely mature. But I, I didn't realize that um, the when Netflix um, like organizes them in collections, it doesn't show you the like oldest stuff first. It starts right. with the newest weird huh. so i watched all all through like the new stuff that just came oh, out yeah, yeah. or relatively recently came out and that and all of that was really good 
Um, and then I like blew through the second collection. So now I'm like making my way through the first collection or for me, the last collection. Um, and it's been so good. Uh, I love all those like little storylines that mm-hmm. make you think they're uncomfortable, yeah. but like a really interesting question that they're proposing. Um, so yeah, I've really been enjoying that. I watched it in like two days. <laughs> yeah. It's so easy to, cause the episodes yeah. are like, I mean, some of them are a little longer, like maybe 20 minutes, but a lot of them are like 10 minutes long. Not long yeah. at all. Um, and then the last thing that I've been watching is Stranger Things. And I cannot wait to talk all the things. I finished it. Yeah. Um, it took me longer than it normally takes just because episodes are a little bit longer. And, you know, I mean, I like try to watch it with uh, Luke and Jacob both. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, you have to coordinate schedules and stuff. But so good. Yeah, I can't wait to talk about it more. And I don't want to like spoil it. Um, but as for playing games, I've not really been playing anything. So, mm. uh, yeah. Justin? Asia, after you watch um, Love, Death, and Robots, you should try... I think it's called... Um, it's either Oat or Oak Studios. Okay. It's all live action, but it's very similar. It's oh. Every episode is like a short story. I think mm-hmm. some of them might be a little bit longer, like 20-ish minutes. Um, yeah. But I watched it after I watched Love, Death, and Robots. It's really good, too. Um, is that on Netflix also? Mm-hmm. Yep. Cool. Yep. I'll check it out. That's so, awesome. Uh yeah, so um Stranger Things, obviously. Um Obi-Wan. We're gonna talk about those later, so I'll I'll leave that. Um I actually watched Sonic One and Two over the weekend. Oh really? Um, the movies? Yeah. Oh, what'd yep. you think? Um I liked them. They were I thought they were good. Yeah. Um I don't know like I mean, I played Sonic on Sega, but I don't know like Sonic lore to say like they messed this up. Oh, yeah. um, I don't know. Frickin' fricks. Um, but uh, yeah, so I enjoyed it. Um, I thought they were good. Love Jim Carrey. He's great. Oh, yeah. And I didn't realize, uh, which I thought was really cool, the 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 lady that voices Tails is the same person that has voiced Tails since Tails has had a voice, which mm-hmm. I thought was really cool. Oh, um, yeah. that's cool. So I thought that was I thought that was neat. Um I played some. Oh, that's not all I've watched. I actually w- started watching um, 1883, which is the prequel yeah. to Yellowstone. Took me a second. I, I was like, "Yeah, what the heck is that?" History I'm just discovering. I love, I love period pieces. Um, me too. And so, 1883 is all about like uh, westward expansion, and it's about these mm. former soldiers who are leading this group of German immigrants across the frontier. Um, it's great. I loved it. Um, I don't know that it made me necessarily want to watch Yellowstone because mm-hmm. I know Yellowstone is modern times and I don't mm-hmm. know that I would enjoy it as much. And um, everything I hear about path. Yellowstone just sounds like Breaking Bad, but with cows instead of drugs. Um <laughs> So I may give it a try one day, but absolutely loved 1883. Sam Elliott, um, Tim McGraw and Faith Hill were also incredible in it. Um, Wait, it is on Paramount Plus. What? Yeah. So as actors. Yeah. Tim McGraw and Faith Hill are two of the main characters. Um, And it was it was really good. 
Um, playing. I've played a little bit of Destiny. I need to play more. Um, I have been playing tons of Magic the Gathering Arena. And I've also been back into Assassin's Creed Valhalla. I need trying to finish to, that. Trying to push through that and finish it. Um, so, yeah, that's it. What about you, Brian? Um, yeah, so honestly, Destiny. Uh, I grinded out the Iron Lord title um, during the first Iron Banner this season. There will only be two, so I wanted to make sure that I worked really hard and got the title uh, during the first one so that I didn't have to stress about it because um, that's uh, actually the name. So in our in our clan, we have a different levels of chat and stuff in our Discord that in, if you're in our clan and you don't have access to this, sorry, you're just learning about it now because uh, you can't see them either. But um, there's uh, there's the tower, which is just like the landing zone where everybody lands. Then there's Guardians, which is like everybody actively playing the game right now. Um, so that's that one's like that one. Guardians is like the main chat. Tower is kind of like where you know the welcome welcome zone. And then there's above that there's the Iron Lords, um, which is like the tight knit group of us that always play and that know each other uh, personally. And, and, you know, we've interacted, like some of us have been playing together for almost a decade now. And, um, cool. And, uh, um, so anyway, there's that. Um, but so all the Iron Lords made, it was a big joke. That's like, if you don't have the title by the first one, you're getting kicked out of the chat. And, uh, (laughs) um, so I did not, and I get kicked out. Jeff, on the other hand, is on thin ice. Um, oh no. (laughs) <laughs> uh but no uh it's it's it was super fun the new they brought back a game type called rift which is like this kind of like capture the flag except for there's one flag in the middle and you gotta like get it take it to the enemy so like more like football i guess but like a rugby but um mm-hmm. it's i've i really love it i had a blast i played so much i played probably 50 or 60 games of it over the last week and um i didn't get bored of it once yet so i had a great time playing it um played on all three characters and it was just a good time so great job bungie appreciate you is that um, all iron banner is going to be this season this season this season yes but there'll oh. only be one more i didn't like it well that's because and we actually had this chat with, with jeff i did the reason there was some actually pretty toxic backlash um where like devs were getting threats and stuff like that which is number one ridiculous that should never happen yeah, i sent them some death threats yeah <laughs> but uh <laughs> um but anyway uh it was um uh it was it was uncalled for at the at, at the very least and um they uh totally lost my train of thought because i just got a text from somebody important and it threw me way off what was i talking about talking about rift uh and how much i liked it oh but the reason that uh the vast majority of the community right now doesn't like it uh actually that's not true um the vocal minority of the community doesn't like it right now is because it is not what destiny pvp has been which is malnourished you know nothing but running and and gunning it doesn't really matter what the objective is it's all just kill kill run around and like suck as bad as you want 
doesn't really matter. Now in this game type, it actually is competitive. You need to move as a team. And if you die, there is like mm -hmm. a 10 second respawn counter. Um, so it encourages your teammates to res you. Um, otherwise you respawn oh. back. So it's like, you know, now you're all split up. It's easier to for the other team to get kills to keep you, you know, behind kind of trying to catch up. But if you move as a unit, you know, it's easier to get reses. It's easier to stay, keep your momentum mm -hmm. up. But people don't like that because it's not like, I can't just like run and gun the respawn timer so long and da 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 da. And I'm like, well, yeah, that's then don't die. Um, <laughs> uh, or stick with your team and get reses and, you know, stuff like that. So there's more mm -hmm. layers to it. It's not just like a simple PvP mode, which uh, has been, in my opinion, a nice change um, mm -hmm. from them just being like, here's team deathmatch but you die faster um with like momentum control which i don't understand but anyway that's all i've really been playing i've played maybe a few things here or there like other stuff but nothing nothing noteworthy uh right now watching i did start stranger things i'm only so in proud of you episode and a half in uh but i'm <laughs> So so far, uh, we talked about this a little bit. I I forgot to start my timer. I'm sorry. Um, I stand by what I said that I'm like I'm still not super. I don't still don't super care about these characters. Uh, Will and Mike. I'm kind of just like, what are you even here for? Like they're trying to convince <laughs> me that Will is like five years old with his like suspenders and high socks, and like, dude, Will is jacked. That's what I'm saying, though. He's like, I'm like this. You're, this guy's my age. Like, get out of here. Um, and um, and he's like in fourth grade class doing dioramas, and I'm like, all right, bud. Um, this is starting to he's feel kind of fourth grade. It's starting to feel like Mean Girls, where I'm like, everybody's like a freaking twenty seven year old supermodel. <laughs> but anyway, um, Not everyone can be Regina George. <laughs> but uh but I've, I've actually really been loving it um as as much shade as i've been throwing its way it's fantastic it's so good um uh the circle finale watched that it was amazing it's great uh love the circle uh ready player one i actually watched this a few weeks ago and i forgot to talk about it Thoughts? was it your first what time? the frick yes yeah my first time what <laughs> the frick happened in between that movie and every other movie to where they were like you know what yeah ready player one you got some of the best looking cg i've ever seen in my entire life some of the best <laughs> like models of characters effects all of it and we're just like never mind like we don't need that give me the people who did you know scorpion king and we're running with that we're gonna put that face on she hulk um we're gonna you know i'm like what what how is it this, to me i'm like this movie is like several years old um several years several years old and i think it looks better than like almost anything i've seen in the like cg arena i think it's one of the best and also the movie is banging it's great uh i love the movie so all all in all it's a it's a nine point five out of ten for Brian. Uh, I really really loved it. Um, and I had a great time watching it. 
Uh, I also love that there weren't that many actors that mm -hmm. I knew. It made mm -hmm. me feel more connected to him, except for Krennic. Um, I forget his name, but he was great. He always is. Um, but anyway, and then Obi-Wan, uh, episode three. Probably talk about here in a second. But that's it. But anyway, you guys want to take a quick break? Sure. All right. We'll be right back. We're going to be talking some Obi-Wan and some Stranger Things. So don't touch that dial. See you in a second. What's up, guys? This is Steven. Hey, we are so glad you're joining us here on the Moviga Podcast. If you don't know who we are or if you're new here, we are just a community of nerds who love to talk about nerdy stuff. And every week, we host a podcast, which is what you're listening to now. But did you know we are also streaming at twitch.tv slash Moviga. We're streaming our weekly podcast every Tuesday at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And we're also streaming multiple things throughout the week, like games, chill, work with me streams, and even Lego builds. So if you're not already... Please give us a follow at twitch.tv slash Moviga. Welcome back. Hope you had a nice relaxing break full of serenity and joy. <laughs> <laughs> all the serenity and all the joy. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Moving on. Um, we got some topics here. We're going to talk about them. First things first. Obi-Wan. Oh my gosh. Episode Are we three. talking about anything before spoiling, or are we just going straight in? Oh no, spoilers. we're we, we spoil straight to spoilers. Okay, okay, okay. We're gonna we're gonna spoil it. We're gonna talk about it right now because, and honestly, yeah, there's some spoilers in this one, but <laughs> so never, never, <laughs> never mind. I was gonna be like, ah, oh, there's not a lot, but no, nah, there's there's a ton. So yeah, we're gonna we're gonna hardcore spoil it. So three, two, one, spoilers. Uh, Darth Vader. I know. Uh, and props to Disney for giving us the real Darth Vader. Yes. And not, not Scooby-Doo Darth Vader. <laughs> um, I mean, he's breaking people's I like those necks. comparisons. The real Darth Vader oh, and yeah, Scooby-Doo. Yeah. What is, what is, what is Scooby-Doo Darth Vader? Yeah, okay. All right. All right. If I, I have, they're both from Star Wars. They're both in canon and I get it. You know, different times, right? Like 40 years apart yeah. almost. Um, in episode four, there's a point in time and they're trying to sync it up with, you know, they're doing the voice, like James Earl Jones is doing the voice and uh, I forget his name is doing the like the physical acting. And there's a there's a point in time they're on the Death Star and he's like, he's like, I sense a presence I haven't felt since. And then he just <laughs> walks off, right? Yeah. And it's like this really weird, stiff, oddly timed, like, scooby-doo villain vibe is what it gives me i don't know why it, it makes me feel okay, that way okay it's not menacing it's almost like oh you good like you yeah just, did you just get distracted like you good um <laughs> and uh and it's supposed to be very like you know mystical like oh i sense this right and in this one like number one i love man some good storytelling um mm -hmm. i love that the entire time obi-wan so far three episodes in is like not boss daddy obi-wan yeah um like he's he's not in a great place and mm -hmm. um and so like when he senses vader i don't know he's pretty baller with his blaster i'm not wrong that's true except for his, <laughs> yeah. his aim sucks but um 
so uncivilized. So maybe it's been the blasters this whole time. It's not yeah. the troopers. <laughs> um. Anyway, the the way that he like sensed him and like almost like lost it, you know, like yeah. I love it. Um, it just shows like his power and the fact that like like uh Vader's power, the fact that mm-hmm. he's just going through the town just like breaking legs Dude. and necks and dragging people and it was gnarly. Even like a kid. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah he no, he choked no, the father, no. pulled him out of a window. I think he killed him. Not positive. Broke his legs for sure. And yeah. then snapped the neck of the sun. Yeah. And and then dragged some lady through the street behind him with the force. <laughs> oh my gosh. I was like, this dude's a villain, man. Like Yeah. yeah. No question about it. I'm in. I, I, I mean, it makes sense because it. it's like establishing like he he is in no way like wavering at this point. Mm-hmm. Like that doesn't happen until um, like the end of the original trilogy. So he is like in peak. Yes. Well, and at that point, too, he's also like fresh. Well, not fresh. I mean, it's, it's several years later, but like this is his, Enough first, him to, like, op- this is yeah. his first opportunity to get Obi-Wan who he yeah. blames for his condition. So right. he's like, not only is he just well, a villain, like he's super angry. And let's, let's get something clear. Like he blames him because it's his fault. Like <laughs> he chopped his legs and arms <laughs> off. Oh yeah. yeah and yeah. then watched him You're burn right. in the lava and was like, see ya. Um, yeah. yeah. Because again, that was like the last, the last failure of the Jedi order was mm-hmm. Obi-Wan not actually killing Anakin. Yeah. Um, you know, because if he had, then he could have just trained Luke and Leia. Mm-hmm. You know, they could have taken on the Emperor. But um, it, that's not as interesting. I loved it. I loved that the lightsaber duel was not the duel of the century. Right, that, yeah. That people were expecting. It was, you know, I think, you know, you saw how shocked uh, Obi-Wan was at how powerful Vader was. Um like you know in those hits and then like vader just like you can tell vader's like not not as 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 uh precise as as athletic or i mean not athletic but like acrobatic and stuff obviously yeah as right. as anakin he's using that i forget what they call it, is it like kendo style or something like that where it's like one-handed samurai style mm-hmm. and he's like just beating on him basically with the lightsaber yeah and um and he drags him through the fire kind of like toying with him I'm in. I was I was like we had some critiques last week. I don't have a whole mm-hmm. lot this week. My one weird critique. Oh, let's see. We it. have the same critique cuz I I've seen a bunch of memes about it. But when they're at that like gate thing and they oh, literally yeah. they just go <laughs> around around it, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, "Wait, they were fighting so hard to get this gate down when they literally could have walked around. I thought that was pretty funny. But then they didn't take like the speeder to like in my head. I yeah, was like, it yeah. would make sense if they like took the truck. Right. They're like, you got to get the truck through the thing. No. You can't go around. But no, they got to get their steps in. So, yeah. Um, but it's, uh, I think, I think that this was like great way to like solidify our conflict through the second half. Um, you know, Obi-Wan knows now, like, what he has to do. Um, he has to get stronger. He has to accept the fact that he is a Jedi. Um, you know, that he can lean on those skills and those, you know, and the Force. Um, 
Uh, he's got to save Leia again. And um, I also loved Ewan McGregor killed it in this episode with his acting. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, when he's describing the Force to Leia. Yeah. And he's like, what does it feel like? You know, have you ever been scared of the dark? You know, what does it feel like when you turn the light on? He's like, yeah, it feels like that. I was like, mm. yeah, that was awesome. That also means that he gets to explain the force to both Luke and Leia. Yeah. For the first time, which is cool. I'm trying to think if there's anything else I know. Oh, and um, Quinlan Voss is oh, yeah. confirmed to be. So his arc is murky. If you know, so in Star Wars Legends, which for those of you unfamiliar with Legends, that's outside of the canon. That's books, comics, um, stuff like that. That's like sometimes they pull from as source material and it becomes canon. But that's that's not the that's not the baseline. Um, mm-hmm. Quinlan Boss is in Star Wars Clone Wars, which is canon. Um, mm-hmm. He's a super powerful Jedi. He has a special ability to um, uh, do what Cal Kestis does, where he can touch an object and kind of see the history of that object. Um, and it makes him a really, really good tracker. So we think that that's why he's helping create this like underground railroad for Force-sensitive uh, for younglings and Jedi who are still on the run. Uh, but Quinlan Voss turned to the dark side was momentarily seduced by Count Dooku to the dark side and won mm. back over to the light by none other than Asajj Ventress who also oh, really? left the dark side and his lover at the time. Oh. So we are getting Quinlan Vos arc somewhat solidified that he is still now a Jedi mm-hmm. at this point post Dooku. And mm-hmm. that we also might be getting some Saj Ventress. I won't spoil that arc if if we are going to get some of that. Um, right, right. But if they're pulling, if they're okay. pulling from that that storyline, it's fantastic. So that'd be great. Any other any other thoughts on it? I so I enjoyed this episode. Um, I did. Th- I thought they were going to pull one on us. Um, the first time Obi-Wan pulls out his lightsaber mm-hmm. and didn't ignite it, I was like, frick, they're gonna, they're still not gonna have him use his lightsaber. Um, cause he pulls it out, he looks at it, and then he runs right. away. Um, which that's fine. Like, he still used it. Um, cause I thought for sure they were gonna make us wait until like episode six before he ever used his lightsaber. Yeah. Um, two things that bugged me. Um, Obviously, I'm not a Jedi, so I've never worn Jedi garb. Jedi garb, I like that word, looks like yeah. it would be highly combustible. <laughs> and all those flames that he drug Obi-Wan through, like Obi-Wan didn't catch on fire, yeah. which which makes no sense to me. Um, yeah. Based on like how much fire there was. Mm-hmm. Small thing bugged me. Um, the second thing that bugged me was how Reva just magically found the end of the tunnel. Unless oh, I missed I something. Now I was like I was up and doing some things during that part of the episode, but unless I missed something, she just happened to find the end of the tunnel and be there 
when Leia got there. And that kind of bugged me because because they give Scooby-Doo you this villain. like they give you this impression that like she's she she can't like she's been stumped. Mm-hmm. And then Leia gets to the end and surprise, there she is. Um, right. Those yeah. are the only two like things that really bugged me. Um, I really liked the um, I like how rusty, like you were saying, Brian, like how rusty Obi-Wan is. Um, like you said, even in the, um, I mean, even in the earlier episodes with like some of his fighting and, mm-hmm. and getting beat up. And then even in this episode, like getting be- like, you know, he's, he can move and he's, and he's beating these guys, but his, his, his aim still isn't, isn't yeah. great. Not um, sharp. But, uh, well, it's I been, you had to think mul- like, it's been 10 years too. Like, yeah. I think if you put something that you're good at right now down. Yeah, ten years. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like something you could even be a master at. Literally, I mean, he was, but like, you know, mm-hmm. if you put that down and then didn't touch it, didn't acknowledge it for a decade, and then came yeah. back, I think people are being a little too hard on him. Sometimes they're like, "Oh, oh yeah. it's Obi Wan." He's supposed like, to be. It's like afraid you know. of using it. It wasn't even like, yeah, he's sidetracked and focused right. something else. Like he, he's so afraid. <laughs> I, I I loved um the moment with him and Leia in the transport um, Mm -hmm. when he's talking about how, you know, his wife died and her mother and, um, you know, she asks Mm -hmm. if he knew her, which I, I, this did raise this question in my mind and Brian, you probably know the answer. Have we ever seen, we never saw Leia on screen discover that Darth was her father. Did we, we, we did in a way, episode six um so they're they're teeing this up uh to um i the guy i was i was watching he i think he's reading a little too much into this but um in episode six luke asks once he knows everything and he knows that they're brother and sister um Mm -hmm. on the in the ewok village he's like you know what do you what do you remember of your mother and she's like just uh images really you know, nothing much, but she never, I mean, she was an infant immediately taken. Right. So it's like that, that was always ever since episode three came out, people were kind of like, you know, what is that? Um, and we think that it's because Leia's is sensitive. So she gets mm-hmm. visions of her mother like Anakin right. did. And now this guy's thinking that those visions might be coming through Obi-Wan, right? Like she mm-hmm. might be kind of like seeing okay. the visions that he's seeing sort of, which, mm-hmm. Maybe, uh, maybe, but so anyway, that's when she kind of finds out, um, Mm -hmm. that they're brother and sister and therefore that Vader's, I mean, like it's, it's all implied. Yeah. You could easily be like, no, she never did on screen, but I think you could also make a strong argument for, yes, she did, Mm -hmm. which is kind of where I'm, uh, I'm I'm kind of more on the side of yeah she knew yeah but um, I had on that died, like halfway through that, that. oh no <laughs> um uh oh in regards to the lightsaber thing I did so I also agree that I was like oh are they gonna like save the lightsaber moment because he didn't ignite it right away I did feel like it was kind of anticlimactic because like. Did it happen when I'm trying to remember? Like, was he on screen when you see it ignite, or it was like during a random moment? It was kind of like a random moment, yeah. Yeah, 
It wasn't like he encountered it's like, I think it's Vader before, again. Like he's like Vader hasn't found him yet. I think. Yeah. And he ignites he, it while he's walking around in the dark, hiding, and then turns like symbolism. Light. There's yep. some symbolism here. He's using his his the weapon he's a master of, symbolizing the yep. Force, right? Right. Um, like the his lightsaber is symbolizing his connection to the Force right now. Of like he yeah. ignites it, uses it as as a as a way to um, stave off fear, a weak way mm-hmm. to stave off fear mm-hmm. in the darkness. She was talking about at the beginning of the episode, and um, uh, to feel comfortable, and then yeah. proceeds to use it as a shield and a tool. Everything except a lightsaber. Right, right. And um, while meanwhile, Vader is doing the same, using his lightsaber uh, instead of uh, a weapon for defense uh, and and you know justice, the Jedi way. He's using it mm-hmm. strictly as. Uh, a sword basically you know just just pure power pure swinging it around Mm -hmm. you know being reckless and you know you can tell that they're hitting stuff you know obi-wan's like throwing steam everywhere it's very reminiscent of the um episode five duel with luke and uh vader uh on on bespin and it's um it was good i really liked it while i would have loved to have seen them just like open up and go crazy and you know i'm glad they didn't i think it was more powerful Mm -hmm. but um they did load up the symbolism a lot and Mm -hmm. um and i think um people weren't ready for that so that's why they're like ah it kind of sucked and i'm like yeah yeah yeah, but on purpose like yeah right it's it's supposed to because if you know vader could have at this point in time vader could have easily just killed him Right, right, like like no problem, but you know Vader's all about vengeance and and revenge and and you know making a point and having Obi Wan suffer as he suffered and um Mm -hmm. so instead of being logical and just winning, you know he's trying to torture him and he he wouldn't kill him anyway, uh, even if Mm -hmm. he did win, he would you know take him back to base and torture him for the. Uh, rest of uh, eternity but um i don't know i i really liked it i'm a big a big yeah, fan um i like the way they're um i like the way i like the direction they're headed in this um i hope i hope they're headed in the right they continue like i hope it's not like I hope that wasn't the last duel is what I'm saying. Like, I hope like, right. You know? And, um, and they're like, yep, that was it. Like, you know, now he's just going to run and hide for the rest of the time. It's all about escaping Vader again. I'm like, no, no, no. They got to have the real showdown, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So. Let's see. Well, I was, I was talking to, uh, Austin about this, um, over the weekend. Like, I think the thing that, because we've got to Brian you understand Star Wars lore way better than I do but whatever happens at the end of this season or this series Obi-Wan apparently goes back into hiding Mm -hmm. Um, on Tatooine (laughs) yeah 
so so <laughs> I, I'm very I'm very intrigued to see like how they're going to wrap this series up because obviously yeah obviously Darth Vader's not going to die obviously Obi Wan's right. not going to die um so I'm just curious like what is the you know what is the end end goal of this yeah. series I'm very intrigued what well, justifies yeah. him going back to where he was where they knew where right. he would be <laughs> which Austin said um you know. It's just his duty of watching over Luke that possibly right, drove right. him back there. Um, I mean, that makes sense. But, but again, you know, in episode four, it seems like he's still in hiding. Um, mm -hmm. So, you know, what's crazy. So I saw this theory the other day and I love it. Um, I'm like kind of obsessed with this has to be <laughs> true. Um, so Leia for the, her entire life. Most likely, maybe until episode six or later, thinks that Obi Wan Kenobi, because this is also kind of you got to suspend some disbelief here. Obi Wan Kenobi, the great general of the of the Clone Wars, who served her father, right? From the message that she, you know, you're my only hope, right? In episode four, mm -hmm. and Ben Kenobi, who she has met and who saved her from kidnapping and chased her across the galaxy, are two separate people in her mind completely separate human beings. Uh -huh. Isn't that wild? So like, as she sends a message to Obi-Wan Kenobi, but in episode four, when Luke comes in, he's like, hey, I'm here with Ben Kenobi. She goes, Ben Kenobi, where is he? Because oh. the last time she remembers, she was also being saved from being rescued. That's interesting. And so she knows mm. Ben Kenobi, but she greets Obi-Wan Kenobi in a message through R2. Right. Like she's right. never met him. And and this great general, you worked with my father. Like, uh, yeah, we know. You know him. You've met him. You hung out with him. You know? Yeah. And so I'm like, the yeah. fact that in her mind, these two people could be two separate people. And she's like super stoked that Ben Kenobi's there to save her. And she never sees him on mm -hmm. the Death Star. Um... Like when they, you know, when they're running away, the the only time she ever sees him is when, and gets yeah. gets sliced. That's that's it. And so I love yeah. this theory, and I need it to be real. <laughs> <laughs> we shall that see. Would just, that would just be hilarious to me. And yeah, and also it'd be very Star Wars. It'd be like right up right up the middle for Star Wars. Where it's like they're both Kenobi and Obi Wan and Ben aren't that different. It's like maybe mm -hmm. you should have changed the last one as well, because I'm like you know when Darth Maul, like you know in the Clone Wars he wasn't like Obi, he was like Kenobi, <laughs> you know, and like like everybody knows the last name, bud. Like that's the one you should have changed. But yeah. um, I don't know. I just it's like that's very Star Wars. They need to they need to like keep that in my opinion. All right. Well, That'd be cool. You guys. Want to talk Stranger Things? Yes, yeah. I do. All right. All right. Really Big do. time spoilers. More spoilers for for Stranger Things. You guys are going to talk the whole thing, right? Oh, yeah. yeah. All of all, all of season four, part all, one. All the things. All right. I am going to leave because why I have not you, seen it. you share your thoughts on... Okay. Yeah, that's, that's smart. one and what, what you've seen of two. Okay, here I'll yeah, start. Wait, let me get up. Uh, spoiler time code. Let's do oh, um, notes. 
Oh no no no! I'm just I'm just putting the time codes. Oh, oh okay. <laughs> I'm trying to keep up with you guys. All right. Um, make sure you guys uh, check out the time codes for our podcast listeners. Uh, thankfully, Lee, our amazing editor, um, he's got your back. So yes. if you don't be spoiled, just check those time codes in the notes. So here's um, I'm gonna set a timer here on Kuhu, and um, I'll only use like two minutes, and then you guys can have okay. a rest, and then I'll come back when it's over. Okay. Um, all right, my thoughts quickly. Um, I we talked a little bit about it before we started recording. I think before we were even live. I'm obsessed with the small, powerful stories that, when they are done well, um, really have the most impact. So, Avatar: The Last Airbender did this beautifully throughout the series, but especially with that episode with all of the different um, little mini things. And that's also the one where um, uh, the voice actor. I forget his name, Mako something. Uh, he passed away in real life. And um, that was a tribute to him. And he, the in the show, he was, Iroh was uh, spending the day celebrating the anniversary of the death of his son. It was very emotional. It's very sad. I tear up every single time. It's fantastic story, storytelling done in five minutes. And not a single line of the dialogue besides the song, Maybe is is attributed to like explaining what's going on it's mm. just it's just laid out perfectly so that at the end of the five minute thing you're like wow he spent all day helping other people loving other people being great on a really rough day and we all know that that's exactly how iroh would have wanted to spend that day and yeah. he had his nice little ceremony up on the hill beautiful nice little ribbon at the end love it um episodes Episode one of Stranger Things, I think, has a similar story with um, the cheerleader. I forget her name. Sorry. Um, the cheerleader captain of the... I can't remember her name either. Uh, Oops. They say it like a billion times. Yeah, <laughs> like a I billion should, times. <laughs> I'm like, I should definitely know. But um, where she's losing her mind to this monster, seeing visions of mm-hmm. these terrifying visions. Um, you know, you, she also the actress crushes it like when she's in the bathroom and it's showing that she has like an eating disorder um and uh um the, like the monster is like you know coming in attack and like ripping the stall down and everything and she's just like freaking out you can it her terror feels so genuine um and she uh anyway all of that and then she spoiler alert for episode one ends up <laughs> not being with us from for the rest of the series <laughs> in a very violent way and i like that that's the whole story for her and the reason was she was like trying to buy drugs just so that she could get some relief from these visions mm-hmm. and her awful life it's like so tragic and that mm-hmm. tragedy is basically the marker that's the bar they're putting for how evil your villain is and how crazy what's going on is um they were like yeah that's a side story and that's how right. that could have been a movie by itself right um, right if they wanted to drag it out but um i love that they're taking the time to tell these side stories and tell them well and mm-hmm. they weren't like there was no like stupid like you know conversation that happened outside of the bathroom like where's you know cheerleader a it's like yeah. oh you know i heard she has a eating disorder and then it cuts to her right, right. it's like well all right you know thanks yeah. for it's like they're they're trusting that their audience isn't stupid yeah, that we're gonna put the dots together, enjoy their story, and I appreciate that. 
Um, mm-hmm. The rest of it is phenomenal. Love it. Eddie is so cool. Um, I hope we get more of him. I don't. I haven't seen it, so don't tell me. But I hope we get more. Um, and it's not. It's not just like, well, you know, I think he did it, so he ran away. Um, right. And then uh, everybody's. All the characters are back. They're thirty, but they're back. And um, <laughs> and uh, oh <laughs> I love Steve. Uh, Steve's probably my favorite character. Uh, Steve and Robin. Or just which Robin I Tate, also just yeah. learned that Robin, the actress, is the daughter of Ethan Hawke and Uma Thurman, who Crazy. I didn't know were married. Yes. <laughs> and so somebody like posted something about with Uma Thurman and her like side by side, and I was like, wow, yeah. Like, and they were like, it's her daughter. And I was like, oh wow, yeah, they look so much alike. She's Robin, the girl who plays Robin, I forget her name, is a fantastic actress. So I was like, yeah, but that makes mm-hmm. makes sense. And then somebody else was like, yeah, her last name's Hawk. Like, you know, like Ethan Hawk. That's her dad. And I was like, what? I was like, are you kidding me? Like, all right, well, like somebody, if we were going to point at someone and be like, yeah, you're probably going to be pretty good at this. It, it would be her. It's so, a good bet. Yeah. But, all right. I'm out. You guys have fun with the all rest right. of the time. I'll be back in a bit. Okay, cool. I'm going to be a rebel and restart this timer because he's took too much time. Too much time. <laughs> Okay, tell me your thoughts. I want to know. So uh, I loved it. Um, I think episode. I I don't want to jump all the way to the end already, but I think episode yeah. seven is one of the best episodes of any TV show I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. Even mm-hmm. though it's basically a movie. Um, That's fine. But uh, I I've I've absolutely loved um, everything. Um, I really. Uh, something I've been thinking about a lot lately is just how great um, how great Stranger Things is at um, with their their soundtracks like the way that the songs mm-hmm. um, flow with the, the shows um, I think they do a great job of Stranger Things is to me Stranger Things is like the purpose the perfect example of um, the shows that we hate when we couldn't yeah. binge things. Yeah. Because um, even like, um, I think episode four, mm-hmm. which is the one where Max is running. Um, yeah. And I think if I'm, if I'm think if I'm remembering right, you don't see her get out of the upside down. No, you do. Until you the do. next episode. You do. It ends with her. It out. ends with her? Yeah. Okay. Okay. But, um, well, that ruined it. No, um, but I do feel like, <laughs> like, these episodes, a lot of these episodes end with, like, some sort of cliffhanger. Um, right. And so, um, but I've, I've just, I've really enjoyed it. Um, there's, I am curious, which, I mean, I know the last episode is over two hours, but right. we have two episodes left. And mm-hmm. like right now we have four different groups in like four different parts of the country. Out. Yeah. <laughs> right. Um, so like I'm I'm very curious to see how they're gonna pull everything back together. Um mm-hmm. but uh yeah, what what do you think? 
Um, yeah, I loved it overall. I think it's been such a fantastic ride. Um, I love, like, I feel like thematically, I said that weird, thematically, um, this season was more focused. So mm-hmm. I feel like it's more so focused on trauma and oh yeah, it, it, from like all facets of like what it looks like to not, um, to not process through those things, including even Hopper. Hopper's kind of like, yeah all these like existential conversations towards what he thinks is the end of his life um so it's really interesting um for them to explore that i think especially like during i mean i think there's a lot of uh room for improvement in the modern day and age of like just having conversation about mental health but i think it's a lot better than it was uh during that era so it's just a it's an interesting juxtaposition for me um which i really like um Okay, enough philosophical things. Um, I just think the, uh, the storylines are so fascinating. Uh, I do not agree with Brian. I am very hooked on like knowing oh, yeah. what is going on with these people, even though it's yeah. been a long time. It kind of like feels it more that it's been forever, that I'm like super intrigued. I want to know everything. <laughs> yeah. Um, Max is like a standout this season. She, oh, I mean, I really appreciate her in you know in the past seasons, but like when she's having her, um, you know, grasping for for her good memories and like the things that make a life worth living. Um, when she's in like Vecna's mind layer or whatever, yeah. or you know, obviously in the upside down, but um, um, it's just so cool because you see the contrast of her range because you kind of just forget that she's not like always so dark and broody all the time because right. she is that way in past seasons but but she's definitely got became like a different person yeah um due to you know all of this repressed guilt and um depression that she's been feeling um so that's been super cool oh my gosh there's so much i could talk about um i i really brian go away <laughs> i ascribe <laughs> to the feeling that um um or sorry to the theory that Vecna, um, Vecna has been involved with the events of Stranger Things from the beginning. Yeah. Um. I yeah. I really like the theories that like you know he really because of his hella, I don't know, pathic. I, I'm sure that's not the right term, but his mind powers he has right. yeah, yeah. are uh, connecting with people uh, across the. Uh, the dimensions is what like rips a to- uh, a hole or a gateway and how um demogorgons demodogs any version of those yep. cannot do that themselves um and they're not as i mean they are like um really great at hunting but it, not in a not in the same intelligent way in which um like will is hunted in the beginning so i really right. am liking the fact that like maybe he was there the whole time and then you know the events of the most recent episode which obviously is not the end of the season but uh episode seven kind of alludes to that like it would make sense maybe so um yeah i don't know there's so much i can say about the show yeah but i think um i think going back to max like i think she has been like and i know like this season has been focused on her Mm -hmm. um but i was even thinking like in like episodes one and two, like before you really even realize that this season is very much about her, like mm-hmm. she's been one of the brightest like spots for me in this yeah. whole season. Um, oh, definitely. Like I think I think she's 
like Austin and I were talking about that when we were watching it when it first came out. Like, um, I can't remember her name, but the actress that plays her is is just so great. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, so this is something that I've I've been trying to put together is like, and I don't know if we'll ever get the answer to this, but like, has has the upside down always existed? Right. And and Eleven just created a portal to it? Or did she create the upside down with the events of episode seven? Yeah. I I mean, who knows what it is, but I I do think that it's existed this Uh whole time. But the way in which it was developed has to do somehow has to do with the memories of who is being connected to it. Now, why? I, 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 I only think that to an extent because I did hear a theory that I don't agree with. It's okay. a cool theory, but I don't think it makes sense that like Vecna being connected to all these different people has like mapped out um, like Hawkins in the Upside Down. Okay. But I don't know if I agree with that because like when we are in Nancy's room and she sees her journal entries, like who, mm-hmm. who knows that besides Nancy? And right. I guess... I guess Nancy wasn't upside down for like two seconds. I just remember that now as I'm speaking, but um, I don't know. I guess that could be, that could be what happened. I'm not sure, but I think it does yeah. have to do something with like the memories of people that are interacting in that realm. Yeah. Um, I'd also like, and I need to go back and watch particularly episode seven just to see mm-hmm. like, Cause I'm still a little fuzzy on like how exactly Vecna got his abilities. Yeah. My, so my guess is he has always, you know, had, I think we're supposed to assume that people just have like telepathic tendencies, like he but was not the that number degree. One. Yeah, yeah. I think that he already had that. Like, you know, his even his dad says, like, um, or uh, Victor Creel says, like, my son is sensitive. And I think, like, I think yeah. that was, like, a very small... Yeah. But I think it was maximized by the mind flare or whatever. Like, the whole right. upside down, like, is just giving yeah. him, like, crazy juice powers. So he's always had those powers. He just discovered them there. Yeah. In that yeah. house. And amplified yeah. it, like, a ton. That makes yeah. Sense. Um, mm-hmm. so it's it, so I was, I was telling D this, which, which D stopped watching it. Um, mm. she, uh, so she does, she does zero, sure. she does zero scary. Um, yeah, that's fair. And <laughs> we watched an episode on Friday before mm. I went out. Um, we we're actually doing a game night with, um, Brian and, and Brooks in the chat, but, um, oh, nice. he, they, uh, I got a text message from her later and she was like, when are you going to be home? I can't sleep. (laughs) (laughs) Just like, she just doesn't do scary. So, so we watched like episode four and I think she's done now, but, um, um, but I was talking to her about like, um, just like in episode seven, when we find out, cause like in very early on, number one asks 11, like, what do you know about number one? Yeah, and right. The moment that he asked that, I was like, "He's number one." See, yeah, I kind of had that in the back of my mind. I was like, "But this guy." I did not like. 
him him being Vecna like yeah came out of left field from like I had no idea right. like that was yeah that was like you just thought those were just more separate stories because we keep getting like all these vignette stories yeah of people so you just like don't think that they're all connected yeah that's cool I was pretty proud of myself for catching this before I saw anyone talk about this on TikTok and honestly I haven't noticed anyone say this specific thing okay. um I have a theory that the counselor somehow is like connected to Vecna and I first and okay. and even before that even before I made that connection I thought that there was something wrong with Max like that she was somehow involved in this mm -hmm. because every time she interacts with the counselor there's a clock involved the first one's very subtle um when she's coming off when Max is coming off the bus she's wearing her watch which is like could be nothing but then when she's in the counselor's office there's like a school clock that's like perfectly placed you know in, in the oh. camera view um and then when when they go to her house there's a little grandfather uh, grandfather clock on the wall um and then and then later i did not catch this i did see this on tiktok um she's wearing this like pendant necklace that's a grandfather clock but a key and i don't know if this is connected but there is a keyhole in the grandfather clock in the house so I don't oh. know if those two things specifically are connected, but I think I think it's very it would be very weird if they did not connect the fact that she's wearing a clock necklace and there's clocks associated with her. There's also the sound. Oh, that was the other thing I was gonna say. Um, there's a sound of a clock, um, like a grandfather clock ticking when um they're together. But in different key moments in the past seasons, you also hear the sound of a clock going in the background. Do you so, really? Yeah, that could oh. that could show that he's been in this the entire time, and you just that's didn't know. That's so cool. Mm -hmm. That's really cool. So, um, that that blows my mind. Um, I was trying to think. I had I had something else. Um, oh, so what do you think? Um, what do you think is going on with Nancy right now? I don't know. Nancy is so smart and sharp and capable, but she's not like, I don't know. I feel like she's kind of selfish. She just like does things oh, on yeah, her own. Sure. Um, and I don't, yeah, I don't know what I think about what's like, wh where they're taking her storyline. Yeah. Um, but in the end, when she's like, you know, uh, possessed or, or, you know, like he's in her head, um, I, I'm curious if like I'm 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 gonna guess that someone is gonna go back into the upside down and play music for her there. I don't know. I feel like that's the only way to get to her because it is yeah. a different situation where she's not, you know, in the normal right. dimension. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I'm I'm just curious because like, you know, he seems to only prey on people with like like for the cheerleader like trauma mm -hmm. or like with max right. like guilt so i'm just but curious but she does like, have guilt she she has yeah. guilt over uh barb for this whole time and she has like yeah. it is kind of crazy because you do like catch her thinking about that randomly throughout the mm -hmm. show um so i thought that was kind of brilliant yeah which i'm wondering if they're gonna give like just like because you know when when season one came out like yeah. You know, Just there was Barb. all the justice for Barb's. <laughs> I think y'all talked about that um, last week. But um, like, I'm curious if they're going to give like if Barb will come back in some way, shape or form, <laughs> like not like she'll be in the upside down or something. Just as yeah. like a like a season, like a 
a little like just treat for yeah. the season one people. Maybe. Um, yeah. she did, I mean, when she falls into the upside down or wherever he takes her, mm-hmm. she's at the pool. Right. Where Barb Which, that was a brilliant transition. That was so yeah. cool. Oh, yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I love it so much. I can't wait. I am. I am curious. I'm very curious to see how they're going to wrap all this up with yeah. everything that's There's going on right now. There's stuff going on. Yeah. But so, ugh, I could talk about this more, but I feel like we should stick to our time. Yeah. Yeah. Bad. We'll just start another podcast that's just about Stranger Things. I feel like we can make yeah. that happen. <laughs> Perfect. All right. All right, Brian. Look at your okay, timer. Brian. You can come back now, Brian. Brian, look at us. Brian. <laughs> no, you lost him. Brian. Um, man, I guess we could have been talking this whole time. I know we could have still been talking about it. <laughs> oh, and until he puts his headphones back on, I thought it was really funny that there's like the March twenty second date. Um, that like that's when they're at the roller rink, and that's actually supposed to be Will's birthday. But he's so forgettable that the Duffer brothers forgot that they said that, that was his birthday, because that's what oh. that's what the mom uses to like remind Will of who he is when he's kind of like possessed. Uh-huh. She's like, do you know what what day March twenty second is? And She's like, it's your birthday. And then it like, <laughs> I just keep seeing all these TikToks of it, like cutting towards like the, the camera footage of when they're like hazing um, right. L at the roller rink. Yeah. And it says March 22nd. I'm like, this poor guy is forgotten oh, by everyone. Oh. <laughs> but they oh, did come out and say they, they, they really just forgot. <laughs> they felt really bad. What do you think the painting is? Oh, I don't know. I, hmm. I don't know I if it's like, like all it of them together with their D and D characters. Yeah, that would be. Oh, I would like that. I didn't even think about that. Because I remember I like that idea. Is it season one when he somebody like draws his wizard or something? Yeah, I yes. can't remember what season that's in. Um, but um, oh, that reminds me. Um. I did think it was kind of funny that when they're, you know, there's always an element of they're like putting puzzle pieces together. Oh, never mind. I'll, I'll tell you. <laughs> Dude, we were trying to get a hold of you. You weren't, you weren't paying attention, so we just kept talking. You just kept yeah, going. I'm uh, playing Candy Crush, so I was pretty, pretty distracted. You should have added that to your, what you're watching playing. Oh, guys, I'm yeah. always, I'm always playing Candy Crush, Subway <laughs> Surfers, and Clash Royale. <laughs> if you're ever wondering. But, uh, cool. So, I'm assuming that was, a good, some good, uh, Stranger Things conversation. Oh, yeah. It was great. Not All enough, right. but it was great. All right. Well, it'll have to be enough for now. That's fine. That's fine. <laughs> um, you guys want to take a quick break? Sure. Yeah. All right. One more break, and when we come back, we got some fun planned, so stick around hey everyone this is lee did you know that you can find us on social media at moviga podcast on instagram and facebook and while you're there check out the link in our bio to find us on all of our other links we'd also love to have you join our discord community and be a part of the conversation there and don't forget to follow us wherever you're listening because we're posting episodes like this one every friday so you can stay up to date give us a like share us with your friends we'd appreciate it Welcome back. Hope you enjoyed the break. Hope it was full of... I'm trying to think of other adjectives because I had other ones beforehand. I don't know. The smell of French vanilla 
and cinnamon toast crunch. Because those are pleasant Beautiful. smells, in my opinion. But there you go. Uh, we're back, and we're gonna go over uh, last week's question of the week, which was what, Justin? Last week's question was best video game that no one knows about. It's a good one. So. The, the, the way that you can get involved in this question is jump on our social media. We are at Moviga Podcast on Facebook and Instagram. Or you can hop into our Discord, which if you're joining us on our Twitch stream, uh, the link is in the chat. Um, but just great ways to get involved. Uh, so on our Discord, we have several answers. Uh, Yef says i know some of you have heard me talk about it but i know not all of you have vampire survivors is such a good game it's a roguelike bullet hell game where you are the bullet hill and just get to defeat wave after wave of thousands of enemies and the cherry on top it's only three dollars whoa okay pretty awesome that's a good answer because i've never heard of that game um our boy brooks says freedom fighters on ps2 it was a third person shooter wow. that's main gameplay idea centered around building a squad that you could command you could order them to cover you retreat attack etc and by the time you near the end of the campaign you could control tons of npcs on screen the battles felt huge and chaotic and there was even a split screen mode too i rarely hear anyone mention this game but it's one that could use a remake remaster in the current gen mm, okay very cool um silver says naughty bear <laughs> on the xbox 360 or ps3 I'm, I'm not familiar with that one that name sounds very intriguing yeah <laughs> <laughs> um nerd pastor nate says easy no one has ever heard of one of the best visual novels for the ds hotel dusk Room 215, one of my goaties. Wow. I haven't I haven't heard of that, so that's that is the truth. I have never like, heard of any of these so far. Yeah. Um Lee says 13. It was a 2003 video game by Ubisoft. It was like playing through a mystery noir comic book. Story was intriguing and the action was so much fun. Was really disappointed that it didn't turn into a series. That sounds cool. Um I'm sorry. Oh, that sounds cool. I, I'm, I'm vaguely familiar with that one, but I never played it. Um, Tad Hall says Legend of Mana on PlayStation 1. Underrated RPG with beautiful watercolor scenes, all hand done for the game. Several endings to the game. There were hours of replayability. That sounds I think awesome. I've seen that one on Switch. Maybe. I might have to look that one up. That sounds. I've seen that one recently. Um, just Bethy says, I'm going to say Hoko Life. It's only been out for about a year and I like it. It's kind of like Animal Crossing meets Stardew Valley 3D. Then Oregon Trail. Oh, then. So this is like a second game. Oregon okay. Trail spelled O-R-G-A-N. Nice. It's like Oregon Trail, but has zombies. <laughs> that sounds awesome. <laughs> that does sound awesome. Hoko Life. I need to look that up. That sounds um, right. Oriel Jedi says Star Wars Jedi power battles on the PlayStation Ooh. one. So I agree. That's an underrated one. It's one of my faves. I love Jedi power battles. Great. And then great pick. 
Finally, Parambra says, Back in 2010, Ninja Theory of Hellblade fame, Hellblade fame made a game called Enslaved Odyssey to the West. It's a shame that hardly anyone played this because it was really well put together. It had a fast-paced cinematic quality to it that is only matched by the Uncharted series and had amazing graphics and motion capture provided by none other than the man myth legend Andy Serkis. Wow. Check okay. this one out if you get a chance. It's not too long either, so you could beat it in a weekend. That sounds awesome. Thanks. And I love Ninja I mean, Theory. Hellblade was great. Yeah. So I would I would trust it. I can't wait for Hellblade 2. It's going to be so um, good. What about you guys? Asia, what's one for you? Um, so this one's kind of a cheat because I've definitely talked about it on the stream, but I feel like anytime I bring it up, no one knows I'm talking about. So Cardo, this is my um, yeah. fifth, sixth, seventh time of do- uh, talking about this. Uh, Cardo is a really chill, but like pretty challenging um, puzzle game that makes you feel like you're dumb, but like in a really <laughs> cute, chill way. Um, and yeah, I've really been enjoying it. Um, and it's pretty cheap too. Like I got it on sale. It was probably like five bucks, but I want to say full price. It's maybe like $9. Um, but yeah, just a really cool, like unique story, but just a lot of puzzle, um, puzzling. And if you are busy, if you got a busy life, like you can put it down whenever you need to, but you can resume it whenever. Um, but it does have an interesting component that if you haven't completed that puzzle and you try to sign out, it will bring you back to the beginning of that puzzle, which is kind of cool and sometimes, um, kind of hard, but anyways, yeah, that's my favorite game that no one's heard of. Yeah, it was on um, it was on Game Pass at one time because I remember playing it for Game Pass or play. I don't remember what I gave it though. Mm, awkward. <laughs> <laughs> what about you, Brian? All right, I have two. Um, you okay. always do. I know. It's because I can't pick. Breaking the rules. Uh, my number one. Uh, okay, maybe three. I got some honorable mentions. We'll <laughs> oh see. My gosh. Um. My number one would be Rocket Robot on Wheels. Um, it's an N64 game. It was made by, I think, I believe Sucker Punch. Let me double check that. Um, was it Sucker Punch or was it? No, it can't be Sucker Punch. Yeah, no, it was. It was Sucker Punch game. So um, it was this super cool game where you're basically like the assistant worker robot guy in this like galactic theme park and it gets taken over and lots of puzzles and and one of the first games with like cool physics and stuff so like you're like your robot you can like you have like a tractor beam like move stuff around a platformer uh vehicle puzzle can there was like a roller coaster tycoon section in it where you like built a roller coaster to try and like get all these tickets and stuff like that super fun game tons of replayability lots of really fun puzzles uh it is uh i sold my n64 and it was one of two games that i kept and i don't have a way to play it right now um just because i love it that much um number two close second uh glover also an n64 game oh yeah uh you were a magic glove you were one of two magic gloves uh, from so a cool. wizard the other magic glove is evil for some reason uh-huh. and so you have a ball too like that's your tool that you use and you can change it into different forms to complete different tasks so there's like a super heavy one there's a 
like a golf ball one, a bouncy ball one that you can like walk on and jump. And it's a super fun, really, really weird game with like farting chickens and all sorts of weird stuff. And like if you like stand behind the chicken and like breathe the farts, it like makes your health go up. And um, so there's that. And then last but not least, uh, I feel like people uh, people might have um, heard of this one more, but it's Medieval PlayStation 1. Oh, yes. Great, great game. Oh, yes. Yes, you have the pop. Yes. Nice. Yes. Great game. Super fun. But like, I feel like it really didn't get that much. They, I mean, it got a sequel, so maybe it did. But it's not really did around it get a anymore. a sequel or a remake? I think it got a sequel. I think they're... Let me see. Medieval 2? Maybe I'm crazy. Well, now I have 3 too. Alright, so, sorry. I had a lot. World breakers. No, you're good. It did get so, a remake. You're right. It, not, a, not a 2. It's a remake on PS4. Yeah. Um, me personally? We're going to have to get um, that. So, one is Medieval. I forgot about that one. That was one of my favorite games on the PS1. Um... One that's more recent is um, Kana and the Bridge of Spirits. I wouldn't necessarily mm-hmm. say it's unknown, but I definitely think it kind of flew under the radar. Mm-hmm. Um, that game is incredible, especially for like an indie. Um, like it wasn't a big, it wasn't a big time production company that put it out. Um, it's beautiful. The gameplay is great. Um, I loved that game so much. It's one of the games that I that I beat this year. Um, and then my third one is from the Sega Genesis. Mm. It is Toe Jam and Earl. Yeah, I don't know um, that one. Absolutely loved it. Uh, I played that game all the time growing up. Um, essentially, you are these weird creatures whom I assume are Toe Jam. One's name is Toe Jam. One's name is Earl. One wears a... One has three legs and wears a backwards hat and a gold medallion. The other one wears high tops and sunglasses. Um, it's a super like goofy game, um, but I loved that game so much growing up. So that's cool. Sounds cool. Our question for next week is pulling it up, pulling it up. What is your favorite television duo? So, I like it. Who's it going to be? It could be Cow and Chicken. <laughs> it could be Steve and Dustin. Maybe it's Stephen Robin. Um, mm, who, who is Steve it? Who's your favorite? Who's your favorite television duo? And again, the way that you get involved in that conversation is on our social media or in our Discord. Um, at Moviga Podcast on our Facebook or Instagram. And our Discord link is in our Instagram bio. Um, so hop in, get involved in that conversation, and you just might hear your answer on the stream. You guys ready for some trivia? Yeah. Oh, snap. Yeah, All right. let's go. Uh, I was looking through some of this trivia. It's pretty easy. So I made up, okay. a, I made up a rule to help okay. us. If you can answer the question without hearing the multiple choice, you'll get two points. Okay, cool. If you get it right with multiple choice, it's only worth one. That's all right. All right. So these first five are super easy. 
These are just Stranger Things general knowledge. So we'll start with you, Asia. Okay. Which fictional town is Stranger Things set in? In Hawkins, Indiana. Correct. All right, moving on. Brian. Mm-hmm. In which decade is Stranger Things set? The 80s? That is correct. All right. I was Asia. I could I was trying to like convince myself that it was the 70s because oh, really? <laughs> now it's like the 80s, you know? Like I was like, okay, maybe it's like and I'm like they didn't they aged 10 years. They didn't actually like travel 10 years into the future. So. It's had a growth spurt, you know. Yeah. All right. Asia, who created Stranger Things? The Duffer Brothers. That is correct. I'm glad you Very got that good. question. <laughs> Oh, okay. Brian. Oh, great. This one's a little tough. Oh, great. <laughs> Demogorgon. In which year <laughs> oh, God. did Stranger Things premiere on Netflix? Wait, here we go. Hold on. Uh, It says here on Bing. No, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> 2000 premiere? Yes. Premiere. <sighs> 2017. Final answer. That is incorrect. Dang. Yeah, I figured. The, the correct answer right? was 2016. Dang it. I was going to say that. And then I was like, nah, that's way too far I back. I only know that because we got married in 2016 and it premiered that fall when we were in our first apartment, which we were only in our first year of marriage. So. So here's the other thing is I've had the same attitude towards Stranger Things that I have right now the entire time. It took me over a year to watch the first season. It did take a long time to watch it. Yeah, season two was like out out and finished by the time I watched season one. Like for the I think for the same reason as us, right? Because you just didn't like scary things. Is that why? Yeah, I don't like scary things and I just wasn't like I I don't like the Goonies. Like I don't Oh okay. You know, like so the whole like Kid there was adventure. no hook for you. Yeah, I was like, I don't really care about this. Yeah. But everybody kept gotcha. talking about how amazing it was. All right. Asia. What is the name of the alternate dimension that scientists inadvertently created a portal to? Uh, the upside down. Correct. All right. After one round, Asia has six points. Brian has two points. Two! Because <laughs> there were only five questions. This oh. time, this round, you'll get three you, questions. You first. Okay, okay, yeah. All right. So, <laughs> this round, Stranger Things character quiz. All right. What is the name given to the mysterious girl who escapes from the laboratory at the start of the season? This is for me? Yeah, season one. Eleven? L. That is correct. Or, yeah. <laughs> Jane. Jane. <laughs> All right. Um, Asia. Which character is found dead at the start of season one? Oh dang. Oh shoot. Wait. Who's found dead? I actually don't it I wouldn't say it was at the start of season one. Okay. I was about to say, about to say that. But like, in season one? Mm-hmm. Oh no. You can get multiple choice if you want it. Okay, okay, okay. Wait. Um Oh wait, we're on a podcast. I probably shouldn't like take time thinking. Yeah, multiple <laughs> choice. <laughs> All right. So, was it A, Mike, 
B, Will, C, Dustin, or D, Lucas? Wait, what? Was it Mike, Will, Dustin, or Lucas? Oh, okay. Then it was Will. Correct. Okay. That was <laughs> a trick question. Yeah. That was confusing. That was a little tricky. That is a oh, very man. Especially what a waste. Especially, I would have got that wrong, too, because I would have said, well, this might be an answer no, but like the, the girl, Nancy's friend. Um, oh, yeah. That's yeah, true. Yeah. I'm glad that yeah. I... Okay. Good point. Good point. Was it like Susie or something like E? Barb. Like, Barb? Okay, well, I'm dead way off. Yeah. <laughs> what do I know? Right. I'm feeling real Brian. confident going into this question right now. Brian, you're getting some easy ones. This is your chance oh, thank to, God. to catch back All right. up. All right. Which mysterious powers does the mysterious girl have? <laughs> powers of mystery. Um, <laughs> Like telekinesis? Like moves to their minds? That is correct. Yeah. Telekinesis. There you go. All right. Asia, what does Joyce use to communicate with people in the Upside Down? Christmas lights. That is correct. Man, season one was so good. Mm -hmm. I'm like thinking back through all this. I'm like, I'm going to go watch that. All right, Brian. What is Jim Hopper's job? Uh, he's the police chief. That is correct. Two points, the sheriff, Brian. Oh, the sheriff, I guess, yeah. <laughs> Small town. No, it, was, it was police chief. Oh. Wait, really? Oh. Well, that, that's what they that's all call the him sheriff. on the, on the yeah. quiz is. All right. After two rounds, Asia has nine points. Brian has eight. Oh, goodness. So you caught back up. How many rounds right. are there? How many rounds? Um, We have two more rounds. Okay. okay. Let's do it. This next round is seasons one and two. So okay. questions from seasons one and two. Yeah, All right, Asia. Season two. All right. What game do the main characters play often? D&D. D&D. That is correct. All right, Brian. What's the name of the doctor in charge of the experiments at the laboratory? <laughs> Papa. Um... <laughs> Yeah, I'm gonna give me the multiple, multiple choice. choice. Yeah, give me that. All right. Is it this makes it super easy? Is it Nancy Wheeler? <laughs> She's very smart. Is it Jonathan Byers? Nope, nope, not that one. Is it Steve Harrington? Hmm. Or is it Martin Brenner? <laughs> or is it Dr. Martin Brenner? <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm gonna go with the only answer that's not a high schooler. And I'm gonna say That is correct. Okay. Martin Brenner. All right. <laughs> they could have just made up names and it would have been so much harder. Like, they could have yeah. been like, you know, Obadiah, whatever. And I would have been like, ah, that sounds like a doctor. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right. Asia, where does Nancy convince her best friend Barb to, to go that led to her disappearance? The pool. Or, wait. More like before that okay uh steve's house at the pool okay we'll count yeah. that okay a house party house party at steve's house yep. yes yep all right well, that's right nancy was like crazy for a season yeah yeah all right brian what does mike name the demogorgon that infected will and controls his mind the mind flare that is correct two points 
That. All right. Still behind. Asia. Dustin finds a polywog and names it after a character from which classic novel? Mm, I'm going to need the multiple choice. I do not remember that. <laughs> All right. Is it Robinson Crusoe? Treasure Island? Gulliver's Travels? Or the Three Musketeers? Oh, man. Justin, I thought you were um, beeping. I'm going to say... <laughs> I'm going to say... Three Musketeers. But I feel like I'm wrong. That is correct. Oh, yes! Oh. He what named is the it name? D'Artagnan. That's oh, right. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. All right. Last round. All from season three. So first question will be to you, Brian. All right. I hope it's not. A newly opened mall has arrived in the town and is forcing other stores out of business. What is it called? I'm going to need the choices. All right. Is it Star Court Mall? Yes. Star Cross Mall? Ten Steps Mall? Or Pinecone Mall? Ten (laughs) Steps Mall. Star Court. Star Court is correct. All right. Asia, Nancy and Jonathan begin jobs as interns at which local business? Um, oh, shoot. Something scoop. Um, you don't have to give me the name. What is what kind of business is it? Oh, an ice cream shop. Ooh, was that wrong? <gasps> You're thinking of Stephen Robin. Oh, wait, what did you say? Nancy and Jonathan. Oh. Can I get multiple choice? Or is it's okay if it's wrong. It's okay if it's wrong. I definitely listen. I just only heard job and I was thinking. I can get the Jonathan begin jobs at as interns at which local business? Your choices were the town newspaper. Oh, dang it. Telephone exchange, the pipe works, or the local Man. mill. The pipe works. <laughs> local mill. <laughs> All right. Uh, Brian. Yep. Yep. We find that the Demogorgon from season two is now <clears throat> a physical creature composed of the flesh of which animals? Humans. Right? I mean, no. He's liquefying all those people. No. I'm pretty sure. Oh, rats. 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 Yeah. <laughs> but it okay, started as rats, but it was you... the people too, though. <laughs> so sorry. I'm gonna have to I'm gonna have Can to I... push back against that one. <laughs> Dictionary. Word check. Need word check over here. All right. Asia. Ooh, this will this will lock up the win if you get this right. Okay. Make it a hard one. Start of season three. Dustin returns from which summer camp? Oh, I need the multiple multiple choice. I don't know the name. Is it baseball camp, army camp, science camp, or performing arts camp? I thought there was an actual name. Dang it. <laughs> Science camp. <laughs> that is correct. Man, I should have said that. I'm sure there is an actual name. Like in the show, they probably said it. Yeah. He has the shirt on. I can't right. 
Oh yeah, yeah. Um. All right. Well, there's the there's the win. Would have. I don't think Brian would have gotten the win anyway. All right, this one counts for 15 points. What is what's the, <laughs> All right, uh... This one counts for 15 points. <laughs> According to Netflix, how many households had watched Stranger Things Season 3 in its first four <laughs> release weeks? Released? 12 million. 15, at least. The correct answer was 64 million. That's a whole lot. Wow. That is a whole lot. That so, the final result was Asia with 15 points. And Brian with Wait. 12. Good job, good guys. Good game, good game, good game. GG's. Very good. Now we can do the This Is Us quiz. Perfect. Oh, <laughs> I've never seen a single episode. <laughs> but, well, cool. That was fun. That was fun. I, I like, guys, we have started tacking on games to the end, and they're going to get more and more regular. So uh, hopefully you guys are playing along and having some fun with us. Um, I think that'll about do it. I think you're right. I think so. It's a good one. Steve, Austin, we miss you. Come back. We need to do another all five of us episode soon. Um, yeah, that was fun. Um, guys, if you're not following us on social media, like Justice said, you're missing out. You're missing some of the best conversation. Um, so go ahead and hit us up. You can find everything, uh, in the link in our bio on Instagram, that's just a Moviga podcast. Search that on Instagram. You'll find us, Big Blue M. And uh, yeah, come hang out. Thanks for listening, Asia, Justin. Thanks for being here. Thank, Thank you. you. Uh, and Steve, come back. This is hard. So, <laughs> but we'll see all of you next week. And until then, bye. <laughs>